Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 93. Um, This podcast, the topic will be Big Sky. It is back, it came on last night after a too long wait. Um, Title was Mother Nature. So that pretty much will be all of that. No church announcements. I'll be back on Sunday with BMF Recap. I've dropped quite a bit of uh, content this week so far. I did Queen's Thursday. I got that out. Um, I did my paid in full recap of the movie, paid in full from 2002. I did a bonus episode for, you know, just talking about the Narcos franchise by we did the marathon last week. So I've uploaded quite a bit of content for you guys. I'll be back on Sunday and we will do BMF episode seven. So on that note, uh, always follow me on my social media platforms, Alicia Shanice for Facebook, Alicia Shanice reviews for Instagram. I have my Spotify playlists, a whole bunch of dope music playlists. If you go type in Shanice Loves, you'll see them. So don't want to have you guys too long. Let's go ahead and talk Big Sky. So this episode, it picked up right where it left off at two weeks ago. It picks up where... um. <clears throat> the kids, they're still trying to save Bridger. Remember, Bridger has been kidnapped by uh, Sheriff Harvey. And Cassie and Jenny, they are still getting shot at by the guy Duno. So they're in the truck getting, you know, a whole bunch of lead popped at them, but, you know, it's missing them. We also see in the house, uh, Harvey can tell something is off with Madison because she left the, she didn't bring the bags in to save her brother. So she leaves Harvey out into the woods and Harper, she follows after them, but Max, she runs into the house while they're going out there to find the bags. She runs in there and, you know, cuts the rope off of them, you know, where he was tied up at and, <clears throat> They kind of hide off when they see somebody is coming in the house. We also see um, <clears throat> after she frees them, Ren, she's the one showing up in the house and they're, they're kind of like hiding in the closet. Ren is searching around. Bridger remembers that's the lady who was at the crime scene of when uh, they found the, the other body. So he like, oh, that's that weird lady that was asking all those questions. So he's pretty much figuring it out. And she also finds... Uh, Harvey's phone so you know she's on the phone with Duno they're figuring out that they're tied up with the drug money somehow so that kind of concludes with her leaving out and looking for Harvey as well um the kids run out after Madison and uh Harvey kind of go back and forth because he's he figures out that she's playing games she ends up kicking him straight in the boss <laughs> And he loud. So she take off running and we get the big standoff with the kids and Harvey and the man. Um, they're kind of like having a, a back and forth arguing and uh, it's a big standoff. So he grabs Madison 
puts the gun up to her. He gets ready to shoot Harper when she runs up. But as there is the big standoff, the guy who's been following them, who, you know, we never knew what he was after, but he knows where all the kids live at. He knows he's been following everything they do. He's seen that what they witnessed, he comes up and saves the day. Him and uh, Sheriff Harvey, they kind of go back and forth and do a little tussle where Harvey ends up getting shot. The guy, he's okay, but they realize that he wasn't never there to hurt hurt them because he pleads with them to hurry up and leave and run. And Harper, she, they kind of have dead eye contact where she can see that you know they don't know what he want, but he was never there to hurt to harm them. And you know, no more Mister, no more Sheriff Harvey. He's dead. So we get into the next scene. And after all of this, Harvey is dead. Jenny and Cassie can't figure out what the hell is going on and who he was connected to, if he was actually working for the cartel. They still don't know anything about the kids. And when she goes back to Sheriff Walter's office, she hasn't been um She's not a PI anymore. Now she's a cop. And she hasn't been following any protocol. So he's frustrated. And they kind of get into a whole yelling match. And she is pissed off calling, you know, telling him, like, I know you're close to retirement, but you've never been a lazy cop. But she still, you know, has to follow the rules. And she hasn't been following protocol. She's doing whatever she wants to do. She storms out the office um, when he threatens to suspend her. Over at the PI office, the ladies, they're starting to notice a lot of holes in Tanya's story. And they know it's more to it and that she's holding back. Like nothing she said about Sheriff Harvey kidnapping her, doing this and that, and how she's been acting is making any sense. So they're starting to notice something is up with Tanya. We also see a man shows up looking for Jerry. And what do you know? Do you watch General Hospital? <laughs> Look at Cyrus from General Hospital. This man is a, um, one thing about this man is he's a really great actor. He really is a great actor. Like um, his emotions on how he play off his acting is amazing. And he's looking for Jerry. Uh, he's her father. Um, we can tell us a lot of bad history there because um, they're like, well, who are you? And she was like, oh, he used to be my father. So it kind of cuts off there. But where we can tell that when she left home, um, something must have happened. We can tell she's not close to her, uh, him or her mother. So we also get into another scene and we see Tanya. Now, she finally is free and can get, get on with her life. But she goes back to Ren and Duno and she proposes to work for them. And she like, you know. I want more. I can't go back to the diner and work. So I'm like, what the hell is Tanya doing? <laughs> you really want to be around Duno? Okay. <laughs> but Rand takes a liking to her. Rand takes a liking to her. So I guess she's going to be working with the cartel. Okay. So we get into the next scene. Ronald, Ronald, Ronald. <laughs> He's sitting there with Wolf and they talking and he like hypnotism will not work with me. And little do he know that he didn't drunk some Agatha tea and he didn't been drugged. So he, he like, he like, you drugged me. <laughs> so he basically started getting hypnotized and he has flashbacks of laying in the bed, cuddling with his mom. Uh, 
her telling him to go masturbate and let some steam off, uh, pouring cereal on her head. And they had a very, um, it even showed him choking her. Remember in season one, he was choking the hell out of her. So that was um, a very unhealthy relationship. And Wolf is telling him like, let it out. No, don't be afraid. Let your feelings out. This is how you'll become the better you. I don't, never mind. He ends up calming down because, you know, he has the tea all in the system. And um, he tells uh, what, I mean, Wolf, that, you know, his mom had urges too. And he kept uh, her secrets because he loved her. We find out that he witnessed um, his mother kill his father in front of him when he was a little boy. So maybe that's um, part of the reason why he is now. But Wolf is <clears throat> Wolf is happy that he's kind of like opening up, telling them, you know, things and starting to go with his plan. We also see um, Jerry and her father, they finally go out and they go out to a diner and they talk about the illness in her mom's health and, you know, how her mom is not doing well. He asks her, like, could she come back and help? And she's like, do you know everything I've been through? Have you seen anything on the news of when I was kidnapped? And, you know, how dare you ask me to come home after how I left? So it doesn't go fully in the detail of what happened with them. Um, but, you know, we can tell that she doesn't talk to either one of her parents or her family. And it's a lot of bad blood there, but he's he feels sorry and wants her back in their life. So, you know, it ends with him begging her and pleading her to come home and help with, with the mom. And we go into the next scene with these damn kids, child. Who these kids? They trying to figure out what to do now. They don't want to call the cops due to Harvey. He was a cop and they don't know who else is dirty and who they can trust or who has anything to do with this drugs and these money. So they trying to figure out what to do with all of this money and the drugs they wanted off of them. And Ren, she has Harvey's phone. So she's calling them and Bridger takes the phone and kind of stumps on it and he like f that phone because she you know bridger getting mad now he done got frustrated and he like they can try to track us down and kill us because they now they realize that they are way over their head this went from them all hanging out as normal kids in the woods doing what kids do and witnessing a murder witnessing uh a cop do it when they found out he was a cop having all these drugs in their possession, the money, the secrets, the lies, the man following them around, knowing where they stay, to a cop kidnapping Bridger. It's just too much, and now they're starting to lose it. So we also see Cassie and Denise, they find out, you know, Tanya quit her job. So they know something is up with Tanya. Everything she is not doing is not making no sense. Now she, they're thinking at first, like maybe she's scared, doesn't want to go to work. She doesn't want to know where, you know, whoever was after her, even though she said it was Harvey, they're starting to realize everything she is doing is not making sense. So they're trying to get down to the bottom of this mystery going on with Tanya. We also see um, <clears throat> Harper and Max, they're walking down the street and uh, Harper sets out to find the man that has been following them and basically save their life. And Max is like, no, he's a creeper. And she like, don't call him that because 
I looked at him. He didn't look like he wanted to harm us. He was trying to save us. If he wanted to get us, he could have got us then. He saved our lives. So she sets out to go looking for him, honey. And I'm like, child, go sit down. Go sit down, Harper. Damn. So we get into the next scene and we see Jerry. Jerry confides in Mark about her mom dying. And, you know, he tells her, like, uh, I don't know about a lot, but I do know how it feels to never get closure. And she realizes that, you know, when her and the other girls were kidnapped by Ronald, she said, you know, if she ever got free, she would want to make things right with her parents. So, you know, he advises her, like, maybe you should go and at least get closure. And, you know, don't think of it as like you're doing it for your mom. Think about it like uh, you're doing it for yourself. So we get into the next scene and Jenny goes to see Travis and, you know, when he looks out the peephole, at first he's like, Ugh. like, he don't even want to open the door. But he opens it because by now she's been calling him. He's ignoring her calls. And she wants answers because she's no, she knows that he's undercover. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. So he, uh, he opens the door and she's like, you know, what's going on? Are you ignoring my calls? What about our arrangement? And Travis had to tell her about herself, like, no what arrangement what do you think we doing here you always come to me when you need something and I actually cared about you and you know everything is cut off now you don't get no more of the, of the pipe <laughs> you don't get no more of the freak info you know you don't, you don't get no more nothing she tried to he like she tried to kiss him she he like uh-uh uh-uh no more pipe no more pipe <laughs> so so Jenny is looking like her <clears throat> I'm still rooting for them. I don't think the ending is what the ending is going to be at the end. Um, <clears throat> I'm still rooting for them. I still think Travis is a good guy. I just think he's undercover and stressed. And he realized that this is getting more deeper than what he thought because now he's right up under the guy Dietrich. But he puts Jenny out. He tells her she got to go. <laughs> so we go and we see Ronald and Scarlett. Ronald, even after his hypnotism and tea, he is still not buying Wolf's bullshit. And he is ready to escape. But our girl Scarlett, she is all the way in. She believes everything that uh, Wolf says. And she is telling uh, Ronald, like, you better get with the program. Um, he's going to let us go to Alaska. And I'm going to be able to see my daughter again. So... You know, she uh, <laughs> she she ain't trying to hear nothing Ronald saying. She like, Ronald, just give in and make it work here. Because if we don't, we're going to always be on the run. Uh, <clears throat> not only from the men, but, you know, he's a number one fugitive right now. And remember the other guys that he was working for with the trafficking, they're after him too. So <clears throat> she basically lays them down and gives them some to calm them down <laughs> so we go and we see Jenny and Cassie they're trying to put it all together they're um, putting all their clues together because now Travis has cut her off from intel information uh her her um supervisor he's not playing with her because because she's not been doing what she has to do so now they're trying to basically do everything like how they do 
she's used to being her own agent, her own PI. So she has to get back used to being a cop and following the policies of the protocol of the precinct. Um, we also see Max, you know, she's a kid. So it has finally hit her that she is way over her head and she's a kid who just needs her mom. So when she goes into the kitchen and she see her mom is watching the news and she sees the, the, the dead sheriff on there, she just freaks and get the ball and crying. And her mom is like, what is wrong? And she begs her mom. She like, I have to tell you something, but please don't tell T-Lock. Because remember, T-Lock, the boyfriend, he is a creep. So she ends up confiding in her mom, telling her about the crash. And, you know, it cut off, but I'm sure she went more into detail. So we're going to see how that play out. I, I bet you the mama going to tell T-Lock. We also see uh, <clears throat> they have a <clears throat> they have Jerry a, a goodbye gathering at the bar. Um they all say goodbye because she's leaving for a while to go be with her parents. And, you know, she's became part of the team, part of the family. Ever since uh, she was freed from the kidnapping, she was right there with them when they went after Ronald and everything they went through. And now she's went on and took her test. And now she's a certified PI. So she's, you know, part of the family, a part of the team. And the office has already lost so much with Cody, you know, Jenny leaving, going back to be a share, be, be a cop, and now Jerry. So they, you know, say their goodbyes, and Jenny and Cassie start taking those good tequila shots to the head. <clears throat> it goes back to Wolf and Agatha's home, and he's on the phone calling somebody named Leanne, getting frustrated <laughs> about whatever is going on with his new book that he'll be writing. And him and Agatha finally uh, talk and the big plan um, kind of comes out for what he wants from Ronald. And he wants um, Ronald to confess. He wants a confession out of Ronald and to turn himself in so he can basically make their Ligarski name back pure. Because with his uh, brother Rick and everything that he was into, it made them look, I guess, evil. And he's trying to pure their name so he can only do that by getting Ronald to confess. Child, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably going to be a big twist at the end. Um, Wolf might end up being like Rick. Who knows? So <clears throat> it goes into the next scene. And we see Mark and Jerry. They have an emotional goodbye. They end up kissing saying they're going to keep in touch so i guess they're going somewhere with this instead of um how it was going at first looking like mark was going to hook up with cassie i'm guessing he's going to hook up with jerry because they kiss and you know it's like emotional like they're starting something and when she's pulling off she's thinking about him uh that's kind of weird because you know <clears throat> this whole time he's been such into cassie and they had like that little bond um, in the end of season one when they were um, dealing with Cheyenne and her family. So I guess Cassie's out. <clears throat> we go into the next scene and I don't know what the hell is going on with this, but Agatha and Wolf, they in there dancing. Scarlet come in there staring at them. She started dancing with Wolf. He asking her, did she enjoy her conjugal visit with, with Ronald? Um, 
I don't know. I'm befuddled. Like, is she under some type of mind control or, you know, I don't know what's going on, but uh, it's a lot going on with this situation. And is she kind of falling for Wolf or child? I don't know. Where are they going with this? Where is they going with this? I want to know. So we finally get introduced to Rand's brother over their FaceTime conversation. So I can guarantee over in the next two episodes, he will be in town trying to fix whatever Rand is not handling right. Uh, you can tell he's on her. They have to do everything their father said. He's probably over the family business of their cartel. But we can tell the brother he probably will be in town shortly because he is telling her to do this and do that. And she's not trying to do it. She's trying to do it her way. So best believe that brother will be in town soon and he's gonna be trying to kill everybody we see um jenny and cassie <clears throat> being jenny and cassie <laughs> they sitting there taking them tequila shots to the head they end up spotting the guy dietrich so them being them they stay looking for trouble they follow him out um as they're following them out i mean him out him and his one of his guys, they're at a car and they're looking at some guns. So they're at the corner spying at him. His dude, Smiley, he creeps behind them like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> and Jenny got all this manpower, child. She getting to beating him up like he a little, you know, ballerina. Like she, she beat the hell out of this guy, Smiley. So Dietrich and the other guy come over there. Um, he ends up telling them like, look, they were spying on you. Cassie grabs his gun out of his back pocket. So they're kind of like having a standoff. She got the pistol put on Dietrich and everybody else. And, um, then our boy Travis appears and Travis is like, yeah, they probably were spying on you because they're cops. So <laughs> he busts them out and everybody looking crazy and that's how it go off. But I I think um he might have had to do that because he's undercover and he's towards the end and he's probably in too deep and don't want to blow his cover. So kind of got to blow their spot up but probably won't let anything happen to them. I don't see Travis being all the way dirty. Thinking it's going to be a little plot twist. He probably is just trying to throw them off so they'll let him go or doesn't want to bust his own spot so we'll see um this was a good episode um comes back on next week so you know same time next week same platform i will be recapping again um i've been dropping multiple content so make sure you guys check out if you're into the shows that i just did um, we had a really fun Narcos marathon last week. So if you guys are in Narcos, I broke it down into four segments of, um, Narcos Mexico season three. Oh, it was amazing. So check those out. If you haven't, I did, um, episode one and two, and then I did another episode of, um, three, four and five. Then I did, six and seven and eight and i did nine and ten so i broke it down in four i did if you're into queens that comes on abc as well i did that episode for this week um if you like the movie paid in full from 2002 i did a breakdown of that movie uh, we talked some more narcos i'll be back on for bmf um the following week the BMF season finale comes on. So we'll recap that in the same night that airs power book two comes on as well. So I'm going to be bringing content. 
If you are one of my Snowfall listeners, we're going to pick up after Thanksgiving and we'll get the breaking down season four. So it's your girl, Shanice. And thank you for your support. As always, keep tuning in because I'm going to keep bringing that content out. I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend and I will talk to you Sunday and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.